Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season one, episode 15, called The Benders. We are in Hibbing, Minnesota. It's nighttime. There's a young boy watching a scary monster movie in bed. Uh, We hear some screeching outside, and the boy looks out his window to investigate. He sees a man, uh, I think his neighbor, taking the trash out to a dumpster. Uh, The man starts hearing some suspicious noises and gets down on his hands and knees to look under a car. Like, why? It's a big fucking nope. You don't (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) Why would you look under a car? Okay, like, uh, mm, let me just say, if I heard a sketchy noise out at night when I'm taking the trash out. Okay, first of all, folks, don't take the trash out at night. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a thing you should do, ever. (laughs) Second of all, like, if I did hear some sketchy noise while taking the trash out at night... I would just run into the car. I would just throw my trash in the general direction of the sketchy noise and run. (laughs) I'd run inside. Yeah. That'd be the first. I'd just be gone. That'd be it. I I wouldn't be coming back after that. Yeah. So he sees something. uh, He gets up to run away, but he gets tripped and then dragged under the car all the while uh, the boy is watching. So then we cut to Sam and Dean dressed up like state police. (laughs) Um, Sam has product in his hair again. I just want to let you know. (laughs) Uh, They're talking to the boy and his mother. Uh, The boy says he was up late watching TV when he heard a noise that sounded like a monster. His mom is like, and what were you watching on TV? (laughs) He says he was watching Godzilla vs. Mothra. Dean says, that's his favorite Godzilla movie. It's so much better than the original. And the boy is like, totally. Dean tells him that Sam likes the remake. And the boy says, yuck. I think it's so funny because Dean's like so totally bro bonding with the kid like, dude, yeah. listen. And he's like bashing Sam at the same time and the kid thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and it, you know what? It is hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> so Sam interrupts and asks the boy if he actually saw what happened to his neighbor. He says no, but he heard the monster leaving. It sounded like a whining growl. We cut to a bar called Kugel's Keg. Okay, I just got to say, <laughs> Kugel's Keg. All I'm seeing is Kegels. <laughs> Did you say that too? Kegels exercises. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that's this bar is called Kegels. Kegels keg. Like, listen, okay. Like, I used to work with somebody who was a women's health specialist. Yeah. The things you hear. Okay. Well, like, anytime you're pregnant, that's all like the doctors and like the birthing classes tell you is yeah. like, gotta do your Kegels. Yeah. 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 Not that I know that, but yes. Well, one day you will. And you know what? Like, it didn't help the not peeing when you sneeze later post-pregnancy. Okay. Because you have to keep doing them afterwards. I didn't know that. (laughs) Come on, Lynn. It's like a thing for the rest of your life. You have to do it. Like, you have... It's muscles, right? You have to, like... Get your muscles back in shape again afterwards. I just thought it was like a while you're pregnant thing. No, because then the kid comes out and it wrecks everything again. You gotta do it again. You know what? It does wreck everything. <laughs> it keeps you from peeing at the time. <laughs> so what's the point in doing it before? Okay, you know so what? So that way, because, I mean, everything's already relaxing in there. Everything's, like, going slack. So you want to make sure that you don't right. pee while you're pregnant, too. Right. I it's didn't a before have that and after. Okay, let me just tell you this one time. Because <laughs> you were doing your giggles. That's why you didn't have that problem during. <laughs> this one time. I was at someone's birthday party, and they had a big, one of those big-ass trampolines outside for their kid. Oh, and no. I was with my friend Diana, and we were like, hey, we were like, dress the fuck up. Because <laughs> the theme for this party, it was Amy's party. The theme for it was prom, right? Uh-huh. So we were like really dressed up. And I was like, let's go jump on the trampoline because we're drunk. <laughs> In dresses. That I had like no idea, idea that this is going to be a bladder problem. <laughs> every time I bounced. Every time I bounced. So I basically just like peed on her trampoline. <laughs> it was great. Is this before or after the kid? Oh, after. Oh, I was going to yeah. say. Like, yeah, totally after. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a little worried if that just happened. Like, no, no. that the blue. No, no. <laughs> Post-birth <laughs> birthing experience. Yeah, anyways, so um, this bar is called Kegel's Keg. <laughs> Dean is playing darts while Sammy is doing some research on his laptop. Uh, Dean thinks this could just be a kidnapping, so not their sort of case. Sam says that their dad marked the area in his journal as a possible hunting ground of a phantom attacker. Sam says dad found a lot of local folklore about a dark figure that comes out at night, grabs people, and then vanishes. Yuck. 
Um, super yuck. <laughs> he also noted that this county has more missing people per capita than anywhere else in the state. Dean says that phantom attackers usually snatch people from their beds. And Sam says that there are all kinds, like Spring Hill Jacks and phantom gassers. Okay. I think my husband is a phantom gasser. <laughs> <laughs> just want to say. Well, do you know what phantom gasser is? Because I don't. And I feel like it's I don't, completely but... different. <laughs> Okay, this one time. But in your context, <laughs> we'll go with it. What's a phantom gasser, folks? Okay, this one time. <laughs> we used to live in Federal Way, which is like a really sketchy area. and um, Some parts. Most of Federal well, Way. Well, the part that we lived in yeah. was very sketchy. We lived in this apartment complex. And the week before this incident, they had um, like, like sealed off one of the wings of the complex because they found like this giant homemade arsenal in one of the apartments so it was like closed off and evacuated and blotty blotty so I have this in the back of my mind (laughs) one night I wake up to what I swear to god is rapid gunfire so I roll out of bed I'm screaming at Eric to get down and I'm running for the bathroom (laughs) why the bathroom I just it was the only I mean it was just on the way out I'm just running I'm just running (laughs) And Eric's on the way out. (laughs) Eric wakes up and he's like, What is happening? I'm like, There's gunfire. Don't you hear it? You know what, folks? It was just his butt. He was literally just farting. So I think that he is, in fact, a phantom gasser. That's pretty good. It it didn't feel good at the time, Rochelle. I don't want to wake up to that. I thought we were under fire. <laughs> you were under fire. <laughs> I was under a different kind of fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my husband's butt. <laughs> like, butt rocket. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, lethal. Uh, so, oh no. <laughs> so they decide to head to a motel for the night. Sam goes outside to wait while Dean goes to the bathroom. Uh, In the parking lot, Sam hears some sort of wonky noises, so he puts Dad's journal on top of their car, he pulls out his flashlight, and kneels down to look under a car. You can't take him, by the way. You can't. You can't take Sam. At least he didn't get down on his hands and knees. I was glad that he was just kind of like... Sort of. Like crouching. Yeah. That made me feel better. Um, A cat totally hisses and scratches at him, and Sammy yelps in surprise. (laughs) A stupid cat. I'm telling you, I was convinced that he was, like, going to get snatched right then and there. Yeah. I jumped when the cat hissed. Yeah. (laughs) It was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he, He gets up, and we hear some more strange noises. We cut to Dean coming out of Kegel's keg. Uh, he noticed, I literally wrote Kegel's keg there. Like, I just decided that's the name. Um, he notices that Daddy Winchester's journal is on top of the car, but he doesn't see Sam. He does see the clat, the clat, the cat cleaning himself. <laughs> the clat. The clat. <laughs> the clat cleaning himself. The, the clat is cleaning himself. <laughs> yes. Um, he starts asking the bar patrons if they've seen Sam, but no one has. So he notices a traffic camera on the road. Uh, so in the morning, he goes to the local sheriff's department. He tells the policewoman that he's a cop working a missing persons case. He says his name is Officer Washington and that the missing person is his cousin, Sam Winchester. She's, like, super suspicious of him, too. Like, she didn't oh, yeah. take it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would be, too. <laughs> well, it's hinky, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she looks Sam up in her database and asks Dean if he knows that Sam's brother, Dean Winchester, died in St. Louis and was suspected of murder. He tells her that Dean was the black sheep of the family. Handsome, though. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Just throwing that you in know. there. He sure was handsome. Uh, we cut to Sam waking up in a cage. Okay, can I just say, without giving anything away, that this is Sammy's first cage experience? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I started I laughing hysterically. My brain didn't even go there, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself. Can I just say that there are um, waking up a cage in a cage is one of the things that I hope 
never happens. I never want to that me. To, yeah, no. It's right up there with like waking up in a bathtub full of ice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, those are know. ways I don't want to wake up. No, ever. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up in a trunk either. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do any of those things. I'd feel a little more hopeful in a trunk than those other two places. Maybe in a trunk. Especially, like, in a newer car where they have those, like, release things. Although, I suppose if I was in a trunk, that would be deactivated some way. Can you deactivate that? I have no idea. I feel like you couldn't because that's, like, safety thing, you know? Well, I mean, I feel like if a bad guy, like, is going to keep people in a trunk, he's probably done something to the trunk so they can't get out. Either that or he doesn't know that there's a release thing because this is the first I've heard about the release thing in the trunk. Really? Mine totally yeah. has one. Oh, really? My cousin's old car had one and um, it's so funny, the picture on it. It shows like, it shows a guy like pushing the button or pulling the lever, I don't remember. And then the next picture is of the guy, like a stick figure, like running away <laughs> from the car. Like first you get out and then you fucking run. <laughs> get out, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, then we cut back to Dean and the policewoman. She has pictures uh, from the traffic camera outside of Kegels. Uh, One of the pictures is of a creepy looking RV. Dean says the plates look new, so they were probably stolen. Uh, Just then, an old van drives by and its engine is making some squealing sounds. Dean says it sounds kind of like a whining growl. Mm -hmm. We cut back to caged Sammy. Oh, no. <laughs> I kind of want to cage Sammy. Whoa. <laughs> okay, Hold I'm sorry. On. Was that too much? I mean, it's totally not. I mean, listen, I don't want to actually keep anybody in a cage. <laughs> like... Just for a little bit. You're dark. Hey, listen, you started it. (laughs) You started it, my friend. You started it. So there's another cage in the room occupied by the guy who got taken earlier. His name is Alvin. Uh, Sam's- and the chipmunks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped into my mind when we figured out his name oh. Alvin. <laughs> uh, Sam says he was looking for him, and Alvin's like, great, nice rescue, dude. <laughs> Sam asks him if he's seen whatever it is that captured them. Alvin's like, what are you talking about? And Sam says, what are they? What do they look like? But uh, their captors come in and electronically open Alvin's cage and put some food in. Then they leave the room or shack or whatever kind of building they're in. And Sam says, I'll be damned. They're just people. <laughs> Alvin says they only come in once a day to bring food, but he's waiting for Ned Beatty time. Ned Beatty time? Beatty time. Beatty. I would think Beatty. So Beatty? I I, I looked it up because I, I didn't know what that was a reference to. And Ned Beatty is an award-winning actor whose debut role was in the famous 1972 horror movie Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> where he played... Ding, 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 ding. Oh, there's the banjos. <laughs> Uh, he played a suburban man viciously raped by psychotic mountain men. Oh, joyous occasion. Yeah. So whenever you see or you hear banjos play that tune, what is it again? Ding, 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 ding. Clench and run. <laughs> Clench everything. Clench everything. Run Somebody away. needs to make that Run into away. a t-shirt. Clench, <laughs> Clench everything. Ow. <laughs> you whack your head on your chair. Dude, I would wear a shirt that says clench everything. I totally would. I would wear that depending on the situation. Where I mean, I wouldn't that? wear it to work. Probably. <laughs> and not church. <laughs> hose thing uh, that he can reach to the top of his cage and starts yanking on it. Uh, Alvin says the men who kidnapped them are psycho hillbilly rednecks looking, <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong places. I mean, he's not wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we cut to Dean and the policewoman driving. She says there are a lot of backwoods properties on these private roads. And so Dean is looking pretty discouraged. 
Um, her computer does some beeping, and she's totally looking at it while driving, which you're not supposed to do, lady Texting cop. and driving while... Wait, texting while driving. She's so not texting, not she's good. computing. Well, okay, but still. <laughs> I suppose cops have to do that. Read, they do all yeah. the time. It's so funny. So one of my patients... Cop, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand because the laws clearly state that you can't text and drive. You're not supposed to be doodling around on things. And then what do they tell the police officers to do? Text and type and drive. Yeah, yeah. They totally have to. Like, like they have to like check your license and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh All while they're driving. I suppose like in a lot of cop cars, there's two of them in there, but that's not always the case. No, I feel like. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's two of them in there. But... I mean, I only think that because of TV. So yeah, I that's not real life. I feel probably. like some probably have two, but I I don't know if all would. Yeah, know? yeah, I don't know. Are there any Are there any cops listening? Because we'd like some education. <laughs> Please send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. We need help. We always need help. We want an explanation, folks. We want an explanation. (laughs) So she tells Dean uh, that she ran his badge number. She pulls the car over and tells him that his badge was reported stolen. Then she shows him a picture of Officer Washington, and it's of a large African-American man. Definitely not him. Yeah, Dean says he lost some weight, (laughs) and he has the skin disease that Michael Jackson had. (laughs) She's like... Please step out of the car. I mean, it's quick thinking, but still, come on, yeah, dude. Nobody's going to so, fall for that. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> the guy looks like he's 20 years older than Dean, too. Like, no. Um, he tells her that if she wants to arrest him, he'll fully cooperate, but first let him find Sam. He says, here's the thing. When we were young, I pretty much pulled him from the fire, and ever since then, I've felt responsible for him. You know, like it's my job to keep him safe. I'm it's just afraid. Soft, it's that. And he's like pretty fucking genuine here. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, I'm just afraid if we don't find him fast, please. He's my family. So she says she's sorry, but she has to take him in. Then she looks up at her visor and there's a picture of her with a man smiling for the camera. Then she sighs and says she'll arrest him after they find Sammy. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, we cut back to Sam still yanking on the pipe hose thing. <laughs> dirty train (laughs) okay so Uh, i'm tired okay leave me alone so sam is still yanking on it alvin says give it up sammy there's no way out and sam says don't call me sammy and freeze the hose Probably us in our natural state. 
But um, oh no, it's okay. You're just getting to know us better. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> something clinks down into his cage, and it turns out to be a bracket that was holding the hose. <laughs> so suddenly, <laughs> Alvin's cage unlocks. Um, he says it must have been a short. Maybe Sam knocked something loose. Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> But Sam is like, dude, you should get back inside because that was too easy. Like, dude, it's a trap. Yeah, it's Don't so run. clearly a trap. I mean, I guess just because, like, Sam po- pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Sam did what now? Sam pulled the hose free. <laughs> God damn it. Sam freed the hose, you Sam, say? Sam freed the hose. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm trying to say now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, we are children. <laughs> I know, I know. Like I'm embarrassed, and I'm also just proud of us. Yeah, in this I, I'm more embarrassed than anything else. <laughs> but it doesn't keep it from being funny. <laughs> so Alvin says that he's going to get out of there and send help for Sam. Sam says it's a trap, but Alvin leaves, and then his cage relocks. So it clearly was a trap. Uh, Alvin is sneaking around outside, and he picks up a giant knife off the ground. Then he's walking through a field of parked cars and into the woods when he fe- when he hears some joyful yelling around him. Then someone smacks him in the face with a giant spear. Terrible. Wait, like, oh, that would yeah, hurt so bad. I know. He gets up, and he keeps running, but then gets stabbed straight through his thigh with another dude's spear. That's disgusting. That like, looks straight through. Oh, it looks awful um the first spear guy joins them and they let alvin get up and hobble away so they can keep hunting him alvin finally runs into a tripwire and falls down and the two spear guys stab him while wooing like woo <laughs> they weren't they weren't wooing him but they were i am wooing you <laughs> can i stop it your head on the chair man i just i keep like tipping it forward and then leaning back Okay, Uh, so we cut back to caged Sammy, uh, and he can hear Alvin screaming. Then we see Dean and the policewoman in the morning. It looks like they've just picked up some lattes. (laughs) Dean asks her why she is helping him, and she says her brother, Riley, disappeared three years ago, a lot like Sam did. The police searched for him but found nothing. She says she knows what it's like to feel responsible for somebody. So they're checking out some back roads, and Dean has her park at the entrance of a muddy turnoff. The cop tells Dean to stay with the car while she checks it out, but Dean says, no way. She tells Dean, you're a civilian and a felon, I think. <laughs> I'm not taking you with me. <clears throat> I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> I know, she's not. He just keeps protesting. So then she's like, okay, you promise you won't get involved and you'll let me handle everything. Dean says, yeah, but we can tell he's totally lying. <laughs> um, she says, let's shake on it. And when they do, she cuffs him to the police car. Uh, and walks down the muddy road. Like, why did he fall for that? <clears throat> he had because to know. all he's he's just like so desperate to find Sam. This is true. He's just like still. whatever gets me to him. Like she's yeah. totally suspicious of him, but he's like not even thinking of oh maybe she like right doesn't want like really doesn't want me to you know yeah. So Dean mumbles to himself that he needs to start carrying paper clips, <laughs> which I mean he did in the first episode, right? That's how he got out of those cuffs. Yeah. So. Uh, we cut to the policewoman, and we find out right here that her name is Kathleen, not just policewoman. Uh, she comes up on a house, and parked outside is a scuzzy RV from the traffic cam footage. <laughs> she knocks on the door, and a preaching girl comes outside, and she looks fucked up. Creepiest kid ever. Also, like, if you come up to a situation like that, and it's like, oh, here's the RV that we saw in the footage, and, like, this place looks a little bit sketchy. You like, would, like... Call for backup. Why would you go knock on the door? Exactly. Come on. Like, exactly. what sort of idiot does that? Yeah. I mean, that may be training, but that sounds just, like, completely against everything that you should be thinking. Like, there should be so many warnings going off yeah, in your head. there would be. Also, like, this girl, like, her name is Missy, and I just, I felt like maybe she was pregnant. The kid? Yeah. Well, she's like a preteen, but she the way she's she's wearing a baby doll dress. And the way it is, it's like flat, you know, on her boobs, and then it kind of poofs out at her belly. 
I didn't. I've noticed it every time I've seen that. And it's not like an intense poof out like, yes, she's pregnant. But it's like it it could just be the style of the dress. But it freaked me out. And I wonder if they did that on purpose just to like maybe hint at it. I don't know. Because they do mention like inbreeding. (laughs) at some. That's why you don't marry your sister or something like that. Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, you did. How about it's not nice to marry your sister? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is mention of it. So. So I mean, maybe, maybe it's but just I, that like, never crossed my mind. It crossed my mind every time. Huh. Maybe I just look for that. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you look for that? I don't know. <laughs> well, it reminds me intensely of an X-Files episode. Which is probably why. Which is in the interesting fact, so I won't mention it here. But it's all about inbreeding. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll get there to that episode. Um, So the creepy girl's name is Missy. uh, And she is, like, stroking Kathleen's police badge that's on her coat, which is very creepy. Mm -hmm. Kathleen asks her if she's seen Sam and shows her a picture. Missy starts smiling at her. And Kathleen says, what? And Missy says, that's going to hurt. <laughs> then Kathleen gets knocked out with a shovel by Missy's dad. Uh, we cut back to Dean, and he's noticed uh, the short little antenna on the cop car. He's trying so hard to reach it. <laughs> he finally does, and we hear... I got a big head and little arms! <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what went through my head. <laughs> oh, Meet no. the Robinsons. <laughs> oh, no. And I just don't know how well this plan was thought through. <laughs> reaches it and we hear the rv coming and dean unscrews it and uses it to pick his way out of the handcuffs just in time to hide from the two brothers coming for the cop car we cut to kathleen waking up in alvin's old cage again i hope i never wake up in a cage (laughs) never (laughs) yeah she meets sam and tells him that his cousin is looking for him sam says thank god and asks where his cousin is She's like, oh, crap, I cuffed him to my car. Uh, then the door opens, and Dean walks in. Yay! Uh, Kathleen asks him how he escaped her handcuffs, and he says, I know a trick or two. <laughs> Dean asks Sam if he's seen the creatures that are caging them, and Sam replies, dude, they're just people. Dean asks Sam what the people want, and Sam says he doesn't know. They let Alvin go, but he thinks that was some sort of trap. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Dean says, that's the point. With their usual playmates, there are rules and patterns, but with people, they're just crazy. The whole time, like, Kathleen is looking super confused, like, what is going on with you two creeps? You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you overheard that, you'd be like, your usual playmates? Like, what the fuck? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> What's occurring right now? So Sam asked Dean, uh, or Sam asked what Dean saw on the property, and Dean says there's about a dozen junked cars hidden out back. He thinks that when they take someone, they take their car also. Kathleen asks him if he saw a black Mustang out there, about 10 years old, uh, and Dean says that he actually did, and it turns out that was her brother Riley's. Dean leaves them to search for a key to their cages. Uh, He starts looking through the basement of the house and finds a bunch of Polaroid pictures of the family's kills. Disgusting, by the way. Like, this is like, okay, this episode is kind of like creepy because it's people, but also, like, this was the creepiest part for me, was like... Having all of their, like, trophy photos. Like, yeah. Disgusting. Like, displayed with, like... I mean, it, it feels, like, a lot like how I have pictures displayed on my wall. Let's be clear, though, folks. She does not have trophy hunter pictures no, on her wall. No, no. I definitely don't. They're all, like, cute pictures of my kid and husband. But still, but still I mean, they're, like, displayed. I don't know. Anyway, it was wrong. Not right at any. In the last picture that Dean picks up, we see Alvin. He says, demons I get. People are crazy. Uh, he walks up the stairs and it's a disgusting nightmare inside like completely filthy i got pink eye just looking at it (laughs) (laughs) i was super upset Um, you are so afraid of pink eye i'm so afraid of it (laughs) i mean it's not fun but people are gonna point at me and laugh and say you have poop in your eye that's why okay first of all You can get pink eye from people that have had it. I know. It's not necessarily that you have poop in your eyes. But somebody originally, it all started with poop. <laughs> Whoever started the pink eye chain. <laughs> it's usually, I got pink eye a couple times as a kid, just mm-hmm. like kids in class or whatever. I don't know yeah. how. You just, you get it from somebody else who has it. I mean, usually. you touch something that some kid touches that has or it. Or that has stick a finger it. in your eye or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Or poop. Well, okay, I gotta say, though, I do remember the times that I had pink eye, other people in the class had it, too. Yeah, so, so it was from them. Yeah. Yuck. Um, Dean is creeping around, and we hear some old-timey music playing. Um, his head totally runs into, like, a bone mobile, like... Like, you Disgusting. know, yeah, there's like a hip bone and like, blah. also like why go into the house? Like I get you want to look for, for the, the keys, key. yeah. but like you got to know there's going to be somebody in there. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, well, he's got to get Sammy out. That's yeah, all that matters. You would think that he would be like, cause he, they get themselves out of so many sticky situations. You'd think he'd be able to like figure out a way to wire the thing to like, yeah, I would think so get too. Him out. I don't know. <clears throat> um, he sees a guy in the kitchen hacking up some meat and bones. He, probably from Alvin. Probably Alvin. Meat and bones. Huh. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> you know the chipmunk Christmas song? <laughs> the Christmas, Christmas. Oh, Christmas. yeah. Alvin. <laughs> Alvin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the chipmunks. <laughs> um, uh, so, Dean comes across a tin full of keys, and instead of picking them up, he grabs a mason jar full of teeth. Nasty teeth. Yeah. Like, bloody teeth. But he's like, oh, here are the kids. Ooh! <laughs> jar full of teeth! <laughs> like, this is interesting. Like, how distracted are you? <laughs> so, anyways, he turns around, and Missy is there looking startled. Dean shushes her and says that it's okay. He's not going to hurt her. She says, I know, and pulls out a teeny tiny knife and attacks him. So then the two brothers and the dad all come over and fight with Dean. Uh, but then he gets knocked out with a frying pan, totally tangled style. <laughs> Flynn Rider. I know. <laughs> right there. Don't break his smolder, people. Don't break his smolder. <laughs> uh, we cut to Dean waking up in a chair with his hands tied behind his back, which is totally still tangled style. I'm just going to say. Uh, one of the brothers says, let's hunt him. And the other one says, yeah, this one's a fighter. Sure would be fun to hunt. The dad laughs, and Dean's like, holy shit, that's what this is about? Hunting people? <laughs> the hunter becomes the hunted? Yeah. Ew. The dad asks Dean if he's ever killed before, and Dean says, it depends on what you mean. Uh, the dad says the best hunting is human. <laughs> no thanks, sicko. Yeah. He goes on with some crazy talk about how it makes him feel powerful alive, and Dean calls him a sick puppy. <laughs> the dad says that they gave their victim or they give their victims a weapon, which gives them a fighting chance. He says it's their family tradition passed down from father to son, and they only do it once or twice a year, never enough to attract the law. They've never been that sloppy. And Dean says, yeah, well, don't sell yourself short. You're plenty sloppy. <clears throat> the dad asks Dean if he's a cop. And Dean, re and Dean replies, if I tell you, will you promise not to make me into an ashtray? One of the brothers what gets snark. Yeah, gets really offended by this <laughs> and punches Dean in the face. Uh, the dad grabs a glowing hot poker and asks Dean if any cops are going to come looking for him. Dean says, eat me. Oh, wait. No, you actually might. <laughs> and the dad says, you think this is funny? Okay, let's play a game. The boys will hunt tonight. And Dean gets to pick if they'll be hunting Sam or Kathleen. Dean says, no one is coming to look for them, but the dad says, if you don't choose, I will. And then hot pokers Dean in the shoulder. Which, by the way, I'd just like to point out, you don't, at least I didn't, rec like, recognize it. I didn't remember it. Hold on. My words. It's I okay. didn't, like, see it again, you know, after that. I, I never, oh, I, don't I didn't remember seeing like a shoulder, like a shoulder. Burn or yeah, I, I didn't even know? look. That's interesting. I mean, I, it could very well have been there, and I just like was totally distracted by everything else that was going yeah. on. But like, I don't remember, I don't remember looking seeing for it either. after that. That's weird. Anyways, um, Dean says, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" So <laughs> there's another son of a bitch. Is that is that number two? I don't know. There's so many. We can't even keep track of all these. I think that's only the second time because I think I think he's only said it once. I think so it far. might be the third because I feel like this has happened twice. So I don't know. Okay, I could be wrong though. Um, the dad threatens to hot poker Dean's eyeball, <laughs> and Dean tells him to hunt Sam instead of Kathleen. The dad pulls a key <laughs> on a necklace. 
Bless you. <laughs> the dad pulls the key on a necklace off of his neck and hands it to one of the brothers. He tells him to not let Sam out of the cage, though, but to shoot him. Then he tells him to shoot Kathleen, too. So the brothers uh, open up Sam. So one of the brothers opens up Sam's cage and Sab- Sam. Sam. <laughs> Sam. All right. So one of the brother dudes, <laughs> they go to Sam's cage and they open it up and Sam grabs the fallen bracket from the freed hose. I'm sorry. I just had to bring it back. Um, and we hear a gunshot. Uh, we cut back to Dean and he's screaming at the family that if they hurt Sammy, he'll kill them all. We cut back to Sam's a cage and Sam is brawling with the brother and knocks him out. Back in the house, the dad uh, takes the remaining brother to go check on the one with Sam. He tells Missy to watch Dean. Okay, let's talk about dead face real quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> This girl, she's it, so creepy. Immediate. Well, oh, she's like the creepiest kid I've ever seen in my life. But it was, it was kind of funny because the only thing I could think of is like, that's kind of like Killian's dead face. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Killian's not Missy. I swear. No, he's not. But it was just kind of funny because she just was like completely yeah. like, slack, you know, like. She's fucked up looking. Okay. I don't mean like her facial features are fucked up. I mean they just made her look really like, creepy. She's legit psycho. Yeah, There's totally. No... Yeah. Um, the dad and the brother find the first brother in Sam's old cage unconscious. Sam and Dean are gone, so they start searching for them. Uh, the they trick the brother into accidentally shooting the dad, and then Sam knocks out the brother. He only got him in the shoulder, though. Yeah, yeah. He didn't die or anything. Just got him in the shoulder. Sam locks the unconscious brother in a cage. While Kathleen watches the dad, who is still alive, Sam leaves to find Dean. Uh, the dad says to Kathleen, you hurt my family. I'm going to bleed you, bitch. <laughs> she says, you killed my brother. And he starts laughing. She says, just tell me why. And he says, because it's fun. And laughs some more. What a psycho. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of a Torchwood episode. Holy crap. You are going to Doctor Who with me, and then you're going to Torchwood. <laughs> And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay. I think when we're done Supernatural podcasting, like in eight years or whatever, <laughs> um, we'll have to start with those. Okay. Yeah. Unless you want to X-Files first or maybe Twin Peaks. I'll leave it up to you. I mean, I'm okay. down for any of them. You've had me watch, what, like four episodes of Doctor Who mm-hmm. and like two of Twin Peaks so far. I think so, yeah. Twin Peaks okay. really picks up. Doctor Who gets a little bit scarier. After this. I mean, I feel like at some point I'm going to watch them both, so. I mean, you fucking better. (laughs) (laughs) We're given. Yes. Okay. So uh, we hear Kathleen fire her weapon. Uh, Then we cut to Sam and Dean walking outside. Kathleen comes out of the barn to meet them. She asks them where Missy is, and Dean says they locked her in a closet. (laughs) I would have loved to see that. That, I'm, like, super bummed that we didn't get that scene. That would have been hilarious watching the two of them try and, like, like fight Yeah, like Sam, like, creeping up on her Scooby-Doo style, you know? Scooby-Doo! Yeah, that's what I imagine. Both of them, like, this kid, I can just imagine, like, some of the... This kid is so strong. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, like, what is this mutant child? Right? <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to see that. So they ask uh, Kathleen about the dad, and she says she shot him while he was trying to escape. Mm-hmm. They don't believe it. Nope. No, they but definitely don't. they're glad don't. for it. <laughs> yeah. We cut to Kathleen uh, getting up the phone. She tells Sam and Dean that the state police and FBI will be there in an hour, and they'll want to talk to them. She tells them to be long gone by then. Uh, by then. They thank her. Dean says he's sorry about what happened to her brother. And she says she thought it would be easier knowing what happened to him, but it isn't. I mean, especially when it ended that way. When it's something know? that horrific and you know how much she was just, like, afraid and suffered. And you've met the people and they were trying to do the same thing to you. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Um, they start walking away and Dean says to Sam, don't do that ever again. Sam's like, do what? <laughs> Dean says, go missing again. Sam says, you were worried about me. Dean says, you vanish like that again. I'm not going to look for you. <laughs> and I'm just going to call bullshit right there. I, uh, yeah, because I mean. I mean, I can think of at least he, one major time <laughs> that he did at that. At least one. Also, that's kind of. So, <laughs> our dog likes to run off sometimes. Oh, no. We stopped looking for her when she oh. runs. <laughs> we just wait for somebody to call us because, 
but you can't find her. I yeah, mean, you have her chipped. I mean, she's obviously, chipped. yeah, and you have the. And then we've got a collar on her and everything. Yeah, but she's just like. Poor thing. Well, the thing is, is like you just run around for hours and you can't find her. Right. Like she's, she's not going to do anything. We kind of figured out her path, but like mm-hmm. who knows how long she's been gone or whatever. Like to be fair, she hasn't tried to run off in the last few months at least because oh, like I think she's finally decided, oh, I live here now. You know. <laughs> oh my god, how long did that take? <laughs> like. Three years. Aww. But, you know, whatever. What a sweetie. What a doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam says, sure you will. And Dean's like, uh, I'm not? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't remember that. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> so, okay. So, Dean says, you vanish like that again. I'm not going to look for you. Okay. And Sam's like, sure you will. And Dean's like, I'm not. (laughs) So Sam makes fun of Dean for getting sidelined by a 13-year-old girl. And Dean's all like, shut up. Shut up, man. Yeah. (laughs) And credits. (laughs) Okay, so my thoughts. Yes, I need them. (laughs) So that lady officer, Kathleen, looks super familiar. And I have no idea what she's from. She does look very familiar. But she's got really pretty... She's got really pretty eyeballs. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I noticed that. I wonder if she's in another episode later, and that's why she looks familiar. I don't know. Like, I think I've seen her in a movie of some variety. Like... Maybe. I don't know who she is, Mm -hmm. but definitely she looks familiar. She did. Well, you know, I'm like, I've seen this episode a bunch of times, so maybe I'm just thinking of her from that. I don't know. But... Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it's all, like, it was, like, weirding me out the whole episode. I'm like, where do I know this chick from? Yeah, okay. I didn't really get that vibe. Oh. I don't, mm, me just being weird, but. <laughs> so, also, nobody calls Sammy Sammy except for Dean. I know. Because, <laughs> like, Dean says it all the time, and Sammy never says anything. Yeah, he did at he first like, for a while, though. Yeah. But I mean, that's true, doesn't. but he's like. Nobody calls me Sammy. You know, yeah, like, you can't call me Sammy, Alvin. No, <laughs> Alvin, we're, we don't. I don't know you like that. You it know? gave him like enough rage to like finally free the hose. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I keep saying it. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what have we become? <laughs> Anyways, I think those are pretty much my my thoughts. Also, well, I have another thought, sort of. Mm-hmm. So, the first. Like, I do remember once kind of, like, the whole main, like, the kid and all that sort of stuff happens. But, mm-hmm. like, the first probably 20 minutes of the episode... No, probably not that. At least the first 10 minutes, though, of the episode, mm-hmm. like, it was like I'd never seen it before. Oh, really? Like, I do not remember a thing from that. Well, you've that. only like, seen it once before. That's true, but I remembered the other parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, but the first part of it... Like, I must have missed a chunk of, you know, the first... I, I don't know. Maybe. It's just so weird because I was like, I definitely have never seen this before. And I was mm-hmm. like, did I skip an episode somewhere? You know, like, because I was watching them on oh, DVDs, yeah. right? And so I was like, did I skip this somehow? Like, why have I not seen this? Why is this not even vaguely familiar? Yeah. You, know? you know what episode I accidentally skipped? Like, huh. when I first watched it was the Phantom Traveler, the airplane episode. Oh, really? I, like, watched four seasons and then was going to rewatch, and I was like, what the fuck is this episode? <laughs> I had totally skipped it. Like, I had downloaded him huh. off of iTunes, because uh-huh. this was forever ago, you know, <laughs> like 10 years ago or something. Yeah. And yeah, and I was like, what is this whole episode that I managed? And that's like their first, like, kind of funny one. You yeah. know what I mean? And I just, I totally, I don't know, I like missed out on the experience. So, huh. yeah, weird. Interesting. Well, eh. Yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't remember the first part of this, but... Mm-hmm. Anyways, what was your favorite part of the episode? Oh, I didn't think about that <laughs> ahead of time. Um, I'm going to go with the Godzilla versus Mothra conversation <laughs> that he had with the kid. Where yeah. he was just like, that's my favorite. Yeah. 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 So, and just making fun of Sam, that was just the best. Yeah. I just loved him bonding with the kid. He gets his jabs about in About monster movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so... My favorite is, well, I've got two favorites, is the Nobody Calls Sammy Sammy, except for Dean. Yes. I mean, come on. Right. (laughs) And then, okay, I don't remember where exactly, I think this might have been when he was looking through the house, or, 
like this is before he found like the trophy hunter pictures or okay. whatever mm-hmm. and he found a flashlight or i don't know he must have it must have been his flashlight but he clicks it on right into his eyeballs and then is like oh, oh you know like, <laughs> i don't remember that that's great i mean it was like not very long of a thing but yeah. i just thought it was so funny he was like turning on the flashlight and he's just like blinking a lot and like <laughs> just like what <laughs> what did i do that's amazing what i'm sad i missed it what a doorknob yeah it was hilarious but yeah uh, i think that's probably gotta be my favorite part of it okay so our interesting facts for this episode um so this is the first episode in a series where the villains are all human that's true i can think of one other episode later in the series but that's it yeah i don't remember there's not many mm-hmm. i think it's just the yeah two i think it's just the two yeah, yeah. hmm um so, this episode has a similar element to the X-Files episode called Home. That's what um, I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Dean implies the Bender family is inbred, which is the focal point of Home. I've that episode, um, we'll get into that later in the other human episode, I think. Because yeah. it's like a tribute to Kim Manners. Oh, okay. Um, but um, who directed the episode Home on the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Directed, produced, I'm so sorry, I can't remember which one it is. Mm. Um, she was responsible he. in some way for it. It's a he. He? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He's a he. Um, but, yeah. So, um, anyway, that episode, um, it aired. I watched it at home. Okay. I was, like, 12, maybe 13 <laughs> when it aired. I watched it because I watched the exercise with my dad. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, like, it was our thing. It was great. Yeah. Um, it played once, and there was such a, like, outcry from the public because it was so, it was terrifying, and there was so much like incest and mm-hmm. like i mean it was so gross <laughs> it was so gross yeah because they're all like mutated looking and stuff you mm-hmm. know that they um they never played it again and fox the the company like banned it huh yeah so That's for years so now in like reruns i think another company plays it i don't remember which one hmm. but so now it's okay but it was like banned from television for a year so it was like played that one time and that's it and it is like probably the most famous episode huh because of that because and it was so bad be, i mean it's i mean it's terrifying and it's good not like and at the end it's poorly made, sad but... i mean it's like a kind of a sad one too you yeah. know so it kind of hits you. oh it's so gross <laughs> it is so gross anyway <laughs> I watched it when it happened. I was there. Okay. <laughs> it was there. You don't know. <laughs> so the set used as the Bender household is also used as the home of Bobby Singer later in the show's run. Oh, that's cool. We haven't met Bobby. Bobby. Have we met Bobby? We have not met. No. No. Okay. We haven't met Bobby yet. We totally will. Bobby. I like that guy. Bobby is the best. I love Bobby. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get idgets from. <laughs> idgets. Just wait till we get our ass butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ass butt. <laughs> um, so in the scene where Dean entered the Bender's barn to find Sam and Kathleen, the original script had Dean humming the dueling banjos theme from Deliverance. Um, however, possibly because they couldn't get the rights to the music in the episode, the music is cut out, although you can still see Dean's mouth moving. Oh, that's hilarious. Which I didn't notice, and I kind of want to, like... I want to go back and see that, because I didn't notice it. it either. Yeah, but, I awesome. mean, that's that's sketchy enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally... Oof. But, okay, so... My, um, my research was on the Benders. The Bender the, family. The yeah, Bender that, family, that the, the episode is named after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, called the Bloody Benders. So this is off of mentalfloss.com. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, it, it's quite the interesting story. So this is in 1870. Um, basically there was a group of families that moved to what's now Cherryvale, Kansas. Here we go back to Kansas There's again. Kansas, yep. <laughs> um, so they were spiritualists, um, which was kind of foreign, but the locals just kind of accepted the newcomers without really asking much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were, two of the families moved away, but the Benders stayed, and at first they seemed to be pretty normal, um, but they had, you know, the older Bender called Pa, which is totally in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um he had 160 acres, and they 
basically, <laughs> so sketchy. So they had this one room home that had a curtain that divided the two areas. So the front was like a public in store and like the family lived in the back. Um, so travel, that travelers came in and would resupply and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, okay. So this is a funny side note. So Kate, which was the daughter who basically would have been Missy in this episode, mm-hmm. um, she was reportedly tra- attractive and outgoing and also drew customers to the inn with her supposed psychic and healing abilities. Oh, these men who usually traveled alone often spent the night. <laughs> oh my God. Of course they you did. You scamp. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> So, I mean, this was during a time where, like, it wasn't super uncommon for people to go missing, but, like, they started going missing pretty regularly, um, and this guy named Dr. William York seemed to disappear, and he had two brothers that went to look for him, um, and they questioned, they found the Bender family, and the mom, like, freaked out, you know, like... She, they kind of questioned her, and she just, like, lost her marbles, apparently. Yeah. Um, but um, they, they said that she had um, killed a woman, and she's like, oh, well, she was a witch, or whatever. Like, it's oh. just like a, you know, well, we know that you did this, at least. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, she was bad. And it's like, okay. So they decided... They got a bunch of people to search the homestead, um, but the weather was, like, super nasty, and so they didn't. They put it off. Um, so, eventually, a neighbor noticed some starving animals wandering the property, and when they investigated, they noticed that the benders had fled. Um, so, the volunteers noticed that the wagon was gone, but there was not really anything else that was missing from it. They just kind of, like, up and ran off. Yeah. Um, so everything, they searched the house and everything seemed pretty normal until somebody opened a trap door. Um, underneath it, there was, like, a really nasty smelling cellar, which was, like, totally drenched in blood. Oh, jeez. Like, straight out of a horror film, folks. Um... So they dug up the ground and didn't find anything, but then they found the garden, which was freshly plowed, and the neighbors were like, oh, you know, that's always seems to be freshly plowed. Mm -hmm. Sketchy. Throw up. Barf. Mm. Right there. Don't just... No. Ew. Mm. (laughs) Ew. I want to know. Yeah. And so they basically worked through the night in digging up the farm uh, little garden area, um, they found York's body, um, the back of his head was smashed and his throat was slit, um, and they found a lot of, a lot more bodies with similar injuries, um, they don't know, there's not really an exact record of how many were found, but it's around a dozen, but they may have committed around 21 murders. Wow. Um, so they kind of figured out that basically the guests at the inn were told to sit at a table near the curtain that separated the um the front from the back of the house or whatever it was Mm -hmm. and so somebody would hit them on the head with a hammer behind the curtain right so they'd sit next to the curtain and they'd just nail them behind the curtain because how would they know um and then they dropped him into through the trap door through the cellar where they would um slit their throat and bleed them out basically Mm -hmm. um Gross. There's a guy that remember he was at the inn and he just he declined the spot. You know he's like oh, I don't want to sit there. It's fine or whatever. And apparently, uh, Ma Bender like freaked out, became like super angry and abusive, and they left. And there's another guy who also, you know, told this, which kind of seems to like solidify the whole yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Thing. Um, but they got definitely a bunch of you know newspaper articles and journalists and stuff to talk about it um there was a book published about it um but yeah they definitely (laughs) it's sketchy because people that were super interested in this like they just like disassembled the house and took pieces of it with them right they're like oh this is like a murder like a souvenir yeah they just like took souvenirs from the house so they just like would take a part of the house and so the place was eventually like completely disassembled and just carried away by all these random people that were like i want a piece of this house that's so crazy that's not okay Mm -hmm. and there was a definitely 
they tried to find the family, but they were gone, and the the theory is is that they weren't actually named Bender, right? So they had to go through and try and, you know, all these different claims of people saying, oh, I saw this person or I saw this person, but the only two that were supposedly actually related were Ma and Kate. So um, they were never found? Never found. Oh, my God. Um, there's a few different, like, alleged sightings, but nobody ever really, you know actually had some solid evidence that's crazy um, but yeah so nothing remains to determine whether the house is or nothing remains to indicate the exact location um but that the house a, was that the house was oh, yeah okay. but there's like a marker at a nearby rest area um whoa that's crazy too yeah it's definitely super sketchy where is it? Do you said in Kansas? It's in Kansas. Yeah, it was near where. Oh, let me find the like um, Cherry something. Cherry Vale. Cherry Vale. Yeah. Okay. So. Wow. <laughs> Folks, if you live out there, let us know. Oh God, I would That's love to know. Like, yeah. what do you like? Because I mean, there's got to be some sort of like Urban local legends. legends yeah. You know, like send us an email. Let us know what the Please heck is, do. like, if this is totally wrong, because this is just the internet, people. We don't live in Kansas, so, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I would love to it, know more about that. Yeah, it's, that could be some interesting stuff. Yeah. But. Wow. So, what was your idiot or ass butt moment? <laughs> so, my idiot or ass butt moment for this week. So, there is a spider in my treatment room. Oh, no. And I made myself look like an idiot in front of one of my patients. What happened? So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see this, like, little, like, blob, like, blurry blob thing. Because, I mean, I wear glasses, and it was, like, just in the corner, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay. And I look, and I see this little tiny baby spider just, like, dangling from the ceiling. And it's, like, not very far away from both my patients and I hit, and eyes heads, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, don't move! And she's like, <gasps> and she just, like, freezes, right? Oh, no. And I'm like, she's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, there's a spider! And she's like, <laughs> ah! you know, she's, like, swatting around, you know, her head trying to, like, where to go? You know? And I'm oh, like, no. don't move! And so I, like, grab a tissue out of the closet in there, and I'm like, like, kind of, like, hovering it around trying to grab the web because it was hanging from a web, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm, like, trying to get it. And I'm, like, being brave because I am terrified of spider fo- spiders, folks. Like, we've been through this before. Yeah. I can't handle them at all. And even if it's a little baby one, I can't do it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is, I'm going to die. And so I'm, like, flailing this thing around. And then I'm, like, okay. So I probably, like, I've definitely been over the area where it was. And I'm, like, looking all over the tissue to f- try and figure out where the spider is. Mm. Guess what the freaking thing does? It got stuck to my arm somehow and then just, like, dropped from my arm. And so it's just hanging there from my arm. And I'm like, "Ah!" I'm, like, shaking it around everywhere. And I'm like, okay, it's probably on the floor somewhere. And so I'm, like, doing interpretive dance moves (laughs) in the room. And I'm, like, stomping all over the floor. And she's like, kill it. And I was like, I don't know where it is. And she's like, just make sure you kill it. And I was like, stomping all over the place. And she's like, did you get it? And I was like, I think so. I don't really know. And so, okay. <laughs> Been doing squats, you know. Yeah, squat challenge. Me too. Yeah, and so, <laughs> oh man. So I decided that it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit down. It'll be fine. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I see this thing crawling on my pants, and I'm like, ah! and so I smacked my own legs so hard. <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, ow! You know? <laughs> And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Here's the thing, though. is like, I picked up my hand. Spider was not on my hand. Spider was not on my pants. Oh, no. To this day, it's probably still crawling around there, just, like, taunting me. You oh, know? my God. I don't know where it went, but, like, I either just, like, totally vaporized it. I hit it so hard. <laughs> or oh. it, like, happened to get far away enough from my hand at that point to, like, just go somewhere you probably got it and it just wasn't i hope i got it i mean it was small enough to where i might have literally just like smashed it into my jeans and there was nothing left yeah but also you know yeah or it was like fast enough that it just like bounced off onto the ground after squishing it yeah i don't know Mm. oh it was disgusting yeah that That was my 
kind of acting like an idiot moment <laughs> at work. <laughs> and by kind of, I mean I really was. <laughs> That's amazing. But anyways, <laughs> what was your idiot or aspect moment? <laughs> well, speaking of squats, <laughs> um, the other morning I woke up to an unpleasant sight. Um, so my son Killian, we sleep on a, a mattress on the floor in his room. His his um his actual bed is in my room next to the bed. But um, anyways, there's lots of reasons we're in his room. <laughs> but there's a mattress on the floor, and that's where we're sleeping at this point. And um, I woke up because I heard some grunting, and he was squatting. Over my head. Okay, so his back was to me. I look up, and there is toddler butt <laughs> inches above my head. And I was like, Killian, what are you doing? And he says, I'm trying to poop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why are you doing it over my head? Oh. And he said, Grandpa taught me. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> I asked my dad, because there's no other grandpa. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously... There's Eric, anti-grandpa. There, yeah, well, there's two other grandpas, <laughs> but they but they would never do this. Yeah. I was like, this is this reeks of my dad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Literally. <laughs> so yeah. I, I called my dad, and I was like, dude, like, what's going on here? And he laughs hysterically and denies that he taught him to do that to me. So I don't know. I don't know what to think. But that was a, that was a very ass butt moment. Literally ass butt. Literally. So it had to do with an ass and a butt. Yes. So that happened. Yeah, I was not. That is not how you want to wake up. Okay, I don't want to wake up in a cage. I don't want to wake up in a trunk. I don't want to wake up in a bathtub full of ice. And I sure shit don't want to wake up with, with somebody a, trying to poop on your head. Yes. I mean, his diaper and his pants were on. So it's not like poop was going to touch my face. No, but he still. Oh my God, like... it would have been pink eye. <laughs> much for listening to our podcast you can email us at idgits and aspects podcast at gmail.com the word and is spelled out or visit our facebook page idgits and aspects a supernatural podcast thanks again thank you